We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir? Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore, not even a little bit. Just look at that, he hit the fall. That gets a free stay. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah, I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right, welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the sports movie podcast, brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Banduho. Today, it's another solo episode, another back-to-back, and then we'll we'll get back into a run of covering movies, but it's the first edition of the inaugural class of the Sports Movie Hall of Fame, the 2022 Sports Movie Hall of Fame class. This is something that I've wanted to do for a very long time, um, probably since I started the show. Uh, I, I'm, I, I recall thinking about doing an episode like this, doing, doing one one a month, you know, three years ago. And uh, I, it's just something I'm getting around to now. The Patreon group has made this a more fun reality for me. So instead of me just picking random people to put in the Sports Movie Hall of Fame, um, shout out to the Patreon group that we we got together a big list of initial nominees, did some voting, and, and have an inaugural class that we're going to talk about today. Um, and, and being an episode that, uh, you know, as a patron's picked episode means it's sponsored by classic stadium fire, laser cut stadium models, the, the coolest piece of sports memorabilia, a must have for any fan of sports or of like concerts, music, whatever classic stadium fire recreates sports venues from little league to the big leagues as 3d laser cut and engraved models hand assembled from finished maple. There's tons of options on the Etsy shop, or you can, you know, order something custom, hit him up about that. It's the perfect Father's Day gift that is going to be here before you know it, because I'm sure a bunch of you, we just had Mother's Day come up, and I'm sure a bunch of you were caught kind of empty-handed. Uh, you know, let let things get a little too late without getting a gift. So find Classic Stadium Fire on Etsy.com and use promo code BIGSCREEN to save 10% off today. That's Etsy.com slash Classic Stadium Fire, promo code BIGSCREEN to save 10% off. Now, along with our episode sponsor, shout out to our producer-level Big Chill patrons, Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Dries, James Kowalewski, Chris Mykoski, Andrew Teagle, John Craig, Sam Smith, and Classic Stadium Fire. 
Big thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting the show and for participating in episodes like this. I the the Patreon group has really been, um, you know, obviously it, it it helps me greatly to have some financial support for the show. But having this great sounding board in in this group that has been really involved in voting on you know movies to be covered, patrons pick a movie every month. Um, but usually, you know, at least one. Sometimes it's sometimes it's two. Um, and in participating in episodes like this, our patrons' choice in our mailbag last week, and then the sports movie Hall of Fame. Getting to do this as a group, kind of a, a groupthink exercise, not doing it just myself, just my my sole thoughts. Because I will little little teaser for this inaugural class. There's there's someone there's an a a, a nominee or a, a an inductee that that surprised me um, overwhelmingly voted in actually by the patrons uh so i'm looking forward to that but if you go to patreon.com slash big screen sports you can get a say in what the show covers you get to participate in all these fun episodes we do vote on movies to be covered nominate movies to be covered and you get a sticker we've got a second round of stickers going out for for patrons of those certain tiers who have been patrons for over six months you get ad free episodes every week sometimes you get early drops and you get to keep this show rolling, which uh, for me is great. And I hope if you're a listener of this show, hope you think that's great too. So the sports movie Hall of Fame. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into what we're doing with this episode. Um, so so I put out the call to the patrons first uh, to to nominate people, nominate both movies and then writers, actors, directors, anyone involved in the sports movie universe to create a voting list on the on the Patreon group. And and go from there. Um, I, I wanted to do, you know, my idea, do five to six uh, individuals who have worked in sports movies, you know, whatever. Because in these episodes over the past three years, and you talk about all the time, you know, obviously each episode where we cover a movie, we, you know, we say, is this a Hall of Fame, All-Star, Starter, Benchwarmer, Sports Movies? Is obviously, you know, I'm very liberal with, with how I classify those. A lot, you know, I throw a lot of movies you know, it's a Hall of Fame, like I called Bloodsport a Hall of Fame movie for what it is. It's a movie I really like, but getting a little more granular in what is really a a Hall of Fame movie, because we talk about with pro sports, we have, you know, Hall of First Ballot Hall of Famers. We're watching Miguel Cabrera, you know, cement his Hall of Fame career this year. And then we have like the Hall of Very Good. You know, the the people, the guys who are great, or like those Hall of Famers that that get in on the ninth, tenth ballot. You know, your Tim Raines, who's a good player, got in, you know, kind of snuck in at the end there. Um, guys like that. Guys like Fred McGriff probably should be in. But, um, you know, with this this original, this this first Hall of Fame class, obviously kind of easy pickings for the 2022 Hall of Fame class was we get to, to start from scratch. Um, the original baseball Hall of Fame class, and I don't have this information in front of me, but it was it was like 1936 or something like that, whatever. But the, that class is like Ty Cobb and Honus Wagner, and I think Babe Ruth was in that class. Um, it's it just like your original baseball grade. So you get, just get to pick from the best players ever up to that time. And so this is th- this first one. I, I think the next years, the, the next few years, because I would like to do this once a year, right around this time. Um, I, I think it'll be interesting the longer we go, because there's, you know, there's only so many, you know, so many people who have appeared in multiple sports movies or have appeared in a lot of great sports movies and stuff like that. Although the, the patrons came up with a, a great uh, amount of, you know, we had over 20 nominees 
uh, you know, from everyone from Kevin Costner to Chris Renna, who is uh, Hamilton Porter from The Sandlot. He's also uh, in, in um, Ladybugs, I believe. Uh, so, you know, a little variety there. But we, we put it out, um, did, did a thing where, you know, you get seven votes, kind of an honor system there because there wasn't really a, uh, a way to, to knock that down in the Patreon. So I don't know if people were, were overvoting or whatever. And um, w- w- the plan was to induct five to six actors, writers, directors, people who have been involved in sports movies, and then two movies. Cement two movies as surefire sports movie Hall of Famers. So we're going to go in with the individuals first. We're going to start with, um, you know, who, who the patrons and myself. So it, patrons voted. I also voted. I'm also taking a little executive privilege in breaking ties and adding someone who was completely, who was not on the ballot, it, it, oversight by me, like completely. But um, we'll, we'll kind of go into individuals first, and then we'll talk about the movies, run run down some resumes, and then uh, touch on some some just miss, so maybe some candidates for next year. So leading off, our first inductee uh, really comes as no surprise. The obvious choice for not only to to induct this person for everyone to vote for this person, but the obvious choice to be discussed first when it comes to sports movies. I have I have made this very clear in the Twitter bio of this podcast. I have talked about this man. A million times on the show, he is the epitome of what you want in a sports movie lead. He's done it in multiple sports. He's done it in multiple types of sports movies. I am, of course, talking about Kevin Costner. I want you to throw the next one at the mascot. Why? I'm finally throwing it where I want to throw it. Just throw it at the ball, right? Trust me. I mean, what really needs to be said about Kevin Costner? Um, he was our leading vote-getter. Obviously, um, I didn't even have to use uh, a long clip of him in this episode because he's he's so instrumental to sports movies. Um, you know, we we talk about all the time. I mean, we've got an award for him on the show, the Kevin Costner and and Freddie Prinze Jr. Award for best and worst on screen athlete. Um, you know, Kevin Costner isn't LeBron James. He's not Derek Jeter. He, you know, he's not the best athlete in the world, but on screen, he he looks great. He has he has looked the part so well. Um, when we talk about, you know, he, he breaks in sports movie wise with, uh, with Bull Durham and Field of Dreams and back to back years, two very different performances, both two very, very good performances. I know Field of Dreams is not for everyone. Um, but Bull Durham is for me, I mean, it's my favorite sports movie ever. Again, I've, you know, that one, that's going to be the last episode of this show. Um, I mean, I'm going to need to do something on it at some point before that. Um, but it's uh, it's an incredible performance. And I think what I love about Costner and Costner's characters, because we talk about, you know, if we're running down the resume, we've obviously, we've got Bull Derman Field of Dreams, back-to-back years. Then he does Tin Cup. So he does a golf movie, and he's he's excellent in Tin Cup. It's a great performance. And again, it's complete. It's it's a very different from his Field of Dreams performance, pretty different from his Bull Durham performance. You know, playing a cocky golfer again looks the part. Very passable golfer on film as he was. You know, playing baseball in in Bull Durham. Um, then he does for Love of the Game. 
a movie where we talked about it before, not a Hall of Fame movie, but the baseball in that movie is great. He looks great. Aging pitcher. Then, you know, fast forward 14 years, he's doing draft day, a movie that I quote my guest Kevin Turner on that one. Not overly a great movie, but a movie where you're never not entertained. It's it's oddly really rewatchable and he's he's like funny in it. It kind of seems like he's in on the joke in that one. And then he he caps it. And I'm not going to say caps it because we don't, you know, we, we still, Costner's hot right now, Yellowstone, whatever. But uh, McFarlane USA, which was the most pleasant of surprises for me, something I, I watched for the first time last year, really enjoyed him in, loved the movie in general, just one of those Disney sports movies. But it's, it's an obvious pick for Sports Movie Hall of Fame because he's in, you know, that's five sports movies. That's, you know, three that are basically Hall of Famers. Um, you know, two that are probably all stars. Um, and he's and he's great. He's the epitome of the the great athlete actor. The guy who the guy who can do it. He's been a big league pitcher. He's been a minor league catcher. He's been a professional golfer. He's been a coach. He's been a front office guy. And you you bought him in all of it. I think where Costner's performances resonate so well is they're all of a certain everyman quality. Um, he has never been in any of his movies there. It's not like the superstar athlete, um, which, which is a, a mark of a lot of sports movies. You know, we root for the underdog, but it's like the, this guy, you know, crash Davis, this endearing character, this guy who just loves baseball and is hanging on, um, you know, Billy Chapel, a guy who was a star is, you know, hanging on to the last vestiges of his career, making the last start of his career, throwing this perfect game. Roy McAvoy, a guy who's insanely talented, um, you know, has a lot, a lot of other issues going on. I've, you know, I've made my case about the the thing when you think about Tin Cup, like there, there's really no character growth there. He's the same asshole he started out the movie as, but I, I love it anyway. I was watching it on a plane this, you know, a couple days ago. Um, you know, I'm on an American Airlines flight. I have all this stuff that I could watch in Ten Cups there. And I'm like, yeah, why not? You know, it's 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 a great movie. I mean, it's, um, you know, there's there's not really a whole lot more I can say about Kevin Costner, why he should be a sports movie Hall of Famer. I mean, he is the uh, the patron saint of this show. He is the when I think of sports movies, uh, he's the the most relevant actor when it comes to sports movies. Um, he he's in some great ones. He's great in them. Um, obvious, obvious choice was our leading vote getter by far, um, for the patrons. I was going to put him in anyway, even if somehow he didn't get in, but he got, uh, he got almost twice as many votes as, as nearly anyone else. So Kevin Costner, a 2022 inductee to the sports movie hall of fame, following up Costner with uh, a man who is, who's pretty synonymous with Costner really, especially with the, you know, the Costner sports films, at least, um, he is the only soul. He's the only person who is not an actor who we are inducting today. Some of the other inductees have done have done some writing, some other stuff with sports movies, but the only non-actor we are inducting is writer director Ron Shelton. Uh, another, I think, obvious choice. We talk about run through the resume. Um, you know, he directs Costner in Bull Durham, uh, his directorial debut, Bull Durham. Uh, one of you know the greatest sports movie of all time, my opinion, but a, a beloved movie. Um, he follows that up. He does White Man Can't Jump in '92. He does Cobb in '94, which is kind of a, I guess, a sports movie 
not very good, but you know, we all make mistakes. Uh, he does 10 cup in 96 and then he's, he's done directing sports movies. He doesn't, doesn't really do a whole lot after that. Um, but that's, that's three of the greatest sports movies of all time. Bull Durham, white man can jump 10 cup. And he does, he, he wrote the best of times in 1986, a movie we covered recently with Kevin Van Valkenburg and he wrote blue chips. I love blue chips. Blue chips is way ahead of its time. Ron Shelton was very in on, you know, he, he was in early on, on pay for play and, um, you know, that whole thing, the, the Nolte of it all in, in blue chips, great stuff. And then I go, the, the writing in bull Durham and tin cup is so good. Um, and you know, like I said, I watched tin cup recently, the, the speeches, the, you know, Roy McAvoy just grappling with himself as a person, a lot of those monologues, um, and what Shelton does and why to me, he's a sports movie hall of famer is, and going back to like a core philosophy of this podcast is the authenticity and his characters always feel like they are the, the real deal. Um, they talk like athletes. They talk like these people around baseball, around basketball, around golf. Don Johnson was not a golfer before he joined the cast of Tin Cup. They played a lot of golf. Don Johnson learned golf, but he comes off as a golfer, as a, as a pro golfer in Tin Cup beautifully. And that I, I, I point to Shelton also bonus points for Shelton. Uh, he wrote the screenplay for bad boys Two. bad boys Two is fucking awesome. So, uh, that, that can't go wrong. Um, he, he was voted in little kind of narrowly by the patrons and then a little bit of executive privilege for me, um, inducting Ron Shelton, but that's another no doubter Ron Shelton, 2022 sports movie hall of famer. Um, side note, something I, this might be for the Patreon. We, we do in plaques. How are we, how do we honor these folks? Uh, you know, I'm obviously not going to mail anyone a plaque, but, um, anyone in graphic design that might be, uh, might be a fun project. So next inductee in the 2022 sports movie hall of fame. Um, another, another one voted in by, by me and the patrons, a guy who has been in a lot of sports movies, just all kind of the same in a way. Uh, but you, you look to kind of the modern era of sports movies or, you know, into the seventies, the, the underdog story, um, you know, the tale as old as time, the thing that a, a lot of sports movies are based on, um, and someone who has had as much success with sports movies as anyone. I am of course talking about Sylvester Stallone. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Stallone was that guy, man. Um, you know, kind of a one-trick pony, but it, it was a great trick. Uh, you know, it, before being the the action star of the 80s and, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the 90s and, you know, 
um, being kind of, I mean, he's almost a meme at this point, but Rocky really kickstarted an era in sports movies. Um, he wrote it, uh, allegedly, you know, I, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he wrote it, movie wins an Oscar, um, is a phenomenon, spawns a billion sequels, um, spawns kind of a reboot and created the, a reboot of the Rocky franchise as a Hall of Fame sports movie in Creed. Um, the character is iconic. You know, stuff about Rocky is played in every single sports arena, and it, it will be for the you know the next eighty years. Um, Rocky, the Rocky franchise is something that is always going to be revisited, and it's it's so interesting. I mean, he's there the whole way, and it's had these these peaks and valleys of you know the first movie being, and I've said this before, a little slow, um, a little more serious. It gets into the eighties of it all. It gets very um, comic-y in a, in a, in a good way. It's a, it's a, you know, that big eighties action packed kind of movie, um, you know, culminating in the Drago fight and Rocky four, um, you know, you have Rocky five, which kind of seemingly kills it. Then he's back in Rocky Balboa and then he gets nominated for an Oscar and Creed and, you know, and meanwhile, you know, he does grudge match with De Niro, which like that, that movie's, that movie's kind of weird, but you know, like that's kind of a, what are we doing here thing? But, um, you know, with, with Stallone, I mean, he's, he's probably been in more sports movies as a main character than anyone else. And yes, they're all the same franchise except for one, but I, I think he's a no doubt sports movie hall of famer. Um, you know, I think, uh, he's, he's great in his own way. Um, and it, it's, Again, we talk about athleticism and looking the part. Like the thing about Stallone, I mean, the, you know, he looked like a boxer. He same way he looked like a you know a, a Vietnam War veteran. Uh, the same way he looked like a, a beefed up cop and a member of the Expendables and and whatever he is. But like Rocky Balboa was big enough to they gave him a statue in Philadelphia. I don't even think Joe Lewis has a statue. In, Philadelphia and Joe Lewis was real and actually from Philadelphia. Um, so, you know, oh, I, I, I digress. Stallone was actually in more than just boxing movies. I cannot forget over the top. Um, the most realistic arm wrestling movie of all time covered that earlier this year with, uh, with Mike Camerlengo, but Rocky, it was easy to believe in Rocky. It was easy to believe that that was the thing that happened. Stallone brought that together. He seemed like the, you know, hard, hard times on tough times boxer that Rocky Balboa was. And it's, you know, it's, it's an enduring movie. It's an enduring performance. So it, no doubt sports movie hall of famer, Sylvester Stallone, pretty, pretty easy inductee in my eyes. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, fourth inductee into the 2022 Sports Movie Hall of Fame. And I mentioned earlier that there was one that, that straight up surprised me. When I put out the call for nominees, I didn't have this person in mind at all. Um, when I, I list him, this this actor got the the second most votes. He, he was second behind Costner and most votes in Patreon voting. Um, so it had to put him in to the 2022 Sports Movie Hall of Fame. And when I thought about it a little bit more, I'm I'm all for it. Fine with it. Um, it's arguably the most famous person on this list i would say i am talking about adam sandler 2022 sports movie hall of famer just tap it in just tap it in give it a little tappy tap 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 a room grandma 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 okay so on the surface this is this is on the strength of two of the best sports comedies of all time. It sound like it sounds crazy to say Adam Sandler, sports movie Hall of Famer, but you think about Happy Gilmore and The Waterboy, how much those movies have endured over the past twenty years. I think we've covered. I know we've covered Happy Gilmore. I think we have covered The Waterboy as well. Um, yeah, did The Waterboy with uh, with Ross Bolin? Did Happy Gilmore with? West Blankenship or maybe reverse can't remember I don't know might have to go back and and check the tape on that but those are great movies great sports comedies very important to people of a certain age my age um and and Sandler I mean he was top tier like he he was as funny Happy Gilmore is still like incredible incredible has a claim to be the best golf movie of all time so you star in the best golf movie of all time you are that the, you create a character. I mean, again, that character is, you know, Adam Sandler runs it back quite a bit. Um, you know, the same, the character of Bobby Boucher, a little more creativity going into that. Um, and he followed up with The Longest Yard, a movie that, you know, he's pretty good in, uh, was very popular, movie killed it at the box office, um, has been on TV for the past, you know, almost 20 years now. Uh, and then uh, if you want to call Uncut Gems a sports movie, probably... Not my favorite Adam Sandler movie, just because of the, the comedies, but probably the best Adam Sandler movie. Uncut Gems is amazing. He's amazing in it. Um, it's not that crazy that he's a sports movie Hall of Famer. In fact, it, I, it's probably a failing on my part for for not for not seeing it, for not thinking automatically, like, yeah, that dude, sports movie Hall of Famer, in, induct him in. Like, and like I said, he's he's probably the most famous person on this list. In terms of just general Hollywood actors, and, and yeah, like there's a, a generation now that knows him for like Grown Ups and all those other movies that I really don't watch. But he was as important a a comedian or a, a movie star, a comedic movie star in the late '90s for people of a certain age. And he stars in two Hall of Fame sports movies. Uncut Gems is an incredible movie. Longest Yard, very good movie. Adam Sandler, 2022 sports movie Hall of Famer. Now, now, please, 
just make make better movies please okay final inductee final individual inductee um and this is one where i'm one i'm taking executive privilege he wasn't on the ballot complete oversight by me although i will give a hat tip to zachary shelton for mentioning him in the comments of the voting after the fact um he is mostly a a director writer um he does do some acting he does do kind of some cameos in his movies so i would say um but but much more similar to ron shelt but this is a guy that honestly huge failing by me to to not have had him on the ballot like i can't believe it. i talk about him all the time is the god the the god of the big chill moment and the big chill is my favorite category in every episode that movie that a moment that makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up in a sports movie and in it this guy's the best at it. No one does it better, and that's Gavin O'Connor. Gavin O'Connor, Miracle. He he directed Miracle and Warrior, two first ballot Hall of Fame. Well, I, actually, not saying first ballot Hall of Fame sports movies, but uh, two for me Hall of Fame sports movies with incredible big chill moments. Uh, the way back with Affleck, not on that tier, but still very good. But I I mean, the work in in Miracle. One of the best sports movies the last fifteen years, or excuse me, the work in Warrior, with with Nolte, you get the best Hardy. Uh, I, I think between that and Inception, the best Hardy's ever been to completely different performances. But um, the the amount of the accomplishment of what those each of those movies are, Miracle is taking this event, taking taking a true life event. That it's not like taking a true life event like in Remember the Titans, where no one really knew about it, or at least like not the this this is something the whole world knew about. So there's already that great expectation. And turning that into what it was to where it is he, he casts casts all athletes, really. All athletes is the hockey players. The hockey scenes work amazing. He has a bunch of big chill moments in there, and he has the moment that you know that it's working up to. An incredible moment in American sports history, the Do You Believe in Miracles line, and that line hits perfectly. And he he accomplishes this game that everyone knew it was coming. Everyone knew the end. He keeps it tense. He keeps it exciting. It's, I mean, it's an incredible accomplishment. And then Warrior, um, right, is, you know, MMA is coming back into the, the mainstream and builds into this incredible family drama I, gets the best out of everyone in that movie joel edgerton the whole whole shebang bang like it, it just incredible work like i am really hoping that we get more o'connor sports movies because he's he's clearly got an affinity for him um you know he's done three now uh he's working on you know it, it apparently he's working on the uh a sequel to the accountant, which I don't know if you guys saw the account. The account was wild. Uh, a lot of, a lot of choices in there with Affleck, but um, I am hoping that Gavin O'Connor's not done making sports movies. I don't care what the sport is. I mean, clearly you can handle MMA would love to see him do really anything else, but his, his work is the best. He's, he's the king of the big chill moment. Um, I had to put him in. Uh, so it's a little executive privilege there as the, the curator of the, the sports movie hall of fame. We'll call it um, inducting Gavin O'Connor's our, our final individual inductee. Uh, no doubt for me. No, no doubt whatsoever. Okay, we're gonna wrap this wrap this sports movie Hall of Fame induction ceremony by inducting in two movies. Uh, again, put up a vote for the patrons. I 
you know, on, on all these episodes, I, you know, we rank Hall of Fame, All-Star Starter, Benchwarmer movies. There's a lot of movies that have been labeled Hall of Fame. So I wanted to get really specific with the first class of, of actual official sports movie Hall of Fame inductee movies. Um, I, I nominated five movies that were labeled as Hall of Fame movies on episodes of the show. And I think four of them are, are no doubt you, you just can't argue. And I'll I'll go into you know I'll go into the nominees and and then after these I'll wrap all the near misses, but um, nominated Bull Durham, Rocky, Field of Dreams, Friday Night Lights, and Major League. The Field of Dreams thing is it's dependent on how you feel about Field of Dreams. Our 2022 sports movie Hall of Fame movies. The first first two going into the class with equal number of votes, uh, far outstriped their competitors. So I think a pretty clear resounding vote by the patrons is bull durham my favorite movie so this feels good i'm not taking executive privilege here uh bull durham you know the ron sheldon kevin costner tim robbins susan sarandon classic minor league baseball movie and major league a you know i i always forget how good major league is when i go back and and revisit it um it's one of the earliest episodes of this show it's probably something i will revamp at some point but uh me and my buddy darren vaught Broke that one down. Major League is a great mix. The action is good, and it's still really funny. It's you you got some good athletes, um, and it it really holds up. And it was before the underdog team thing got stale, and it, it does it so well. Um, and even the sequel, while ha- definitely having its warts, definitely could have been some things done differently. Like it spawned enough there where you wanted to revisit these characters. Um, and, and it's, and, and this might be from, uh, someone who baseball is my favorite sport. So it might just be a little more ingrained in my life, but major league is still so popular and has resonated so, so far with, with baseball players of today. There was a video, a, a community college, a Juco baseball team did the, uh, a parody of their, the major league American express commercial that the then Indians, now Guardians did. And it is, it's great. I mean, this this movie came out over 30 years ago and it's it's still resonating. Um, you know, and as for Bull Durham, I don't I don't know what else I need to say. You know, it's a, it's a great movie. It, it It is one of the factors, the, the thing I will say about Bull Durham, it is one of the factors that changed the business of minor league baseball, brought in this, this golden era of minor league baseball brought it to popularity, a movie. And I, I think that that says everything about Bull Durham. So those are our two movie inductees. Feel good about it. Feel really good about it. Let's get into who are who are near misses, so maybe some potential inductees for next year, who those folks are. So probably the, the nearest miss, um, someone who I would assume, you know, we do this again, we do this voting again, um, you know, we still have all the patrons next year, uh, James Earl Jones, um, you know, it, it was a, I, I took a little executive privilege with some, with, with some voters, James Earl Jones could have easily been dumped in. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the voting totals. I think he caught some late ones, honestly, <laughs> before I put together the run sheet for this one. Um, but yeah, James Earl Jones was right there. And, and, you know, we, we think James Earl Jones, uh, his speech and field of dreams, incredible. Um, you know, we think about Bingo Long, uh, you know, that 
you know, a movie that that's not as wild, wild, widely seen by this generation or, you know, by, um, you know, people my age, even the movie came out, you know, 15 years before I was born. Um, think about him in the sandlot. Like that's three great movies right there. Uh, so it, I it might, might be a me problem that he's not in this first class, but, uh, yeah, the patrons almost had him in same with Keanu Reeves and Michael B. Jordan just missed the cut. Michael B. Jordan, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at Creed, um, you're looking at, yeah, I guess, Friday Night Lights, the TV series. Um, he's definitely not done. Uh, Keanu, you're, you know, you're looking at Shane Falco. That that's a lot riding on Shane Falco. I guess, I mean, we covered Point Break on this. You know, technically a sports movie, so a lot riding on those two. Um, Chadwick Boseman, which um, you know will will forever, uh, you know, forever, forever, kind of catch my catch my breath when I when I say his name, but. Um, you know, 42, obviously, you know, a great performance by him. It's not my favorite movie. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got every, everyone else that those were kind of the, the main ones that, um, you know, Gina Davis and Denzel got some support. So that's potential sports movie hall of famers, maybe next year, maybe the year after, um, the person who, who didn't get much, but I thought was an interesting nominee, Jerry Bruckheimer, um, produced, you know, uh, has produced a ton of stuff, but produced Days of Thunder, um, produced Remember the Titans. So that that's someone who who might get some more love next year. But um, you know, we we we've got some great candidates. Uh, I feel good about the inductees. I feel good about this. I hope this is. If you're still listening to this episode, I hope this is something that you as a listener have enjoyed. Uh, if it's something that you didn't get a chance to participate in because you're not a member of the Patreon, um, go in. You know, minimum minimum tier five bucks a month, and you get to participate in stuff like this. So um, I'm I'm very grateful for the patrons that did. We are getting back in the saddle next week. Uh, that scheduling info will be up in the Patreon. Going to get back to rolling. I've been on vacation for a couple weeks. Um, we're going to start covering movies, that whole thing. Getting getting back into that. But um, big thanks to everyone who tuned in for the Sports Movie Hall of Fame, the 2022 first inaugural class. And we will uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.